Social Zoom Factor, episode 26. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. This is your host, Pam Moore. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you are having an amazing week, an amazing month, and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your life and business. I really hope that you have been enjoying these podcasts, and I thank you so much for your feedback and the ideas you've been giving us on content. We are very soon going to have guests on the show. Over the next few weeks, we will be announcing who our first guests are going to be, and I'm telling you, we are lining up an amazing cast of thought leaders and people who have so much information to share and who have a heart to serve. So I can't wait to bring you some of these folks. So today we're going to talk about communities, which is one of my very favorite topics. And we're going to talk about how we can breathe life into our communities. Because I have to ask you a question. Do you wake up in the morning and when you hop on Facebook, what are you thinking about? Are you breathing life into your social media communities and audiences or are you taking it away? Are you only thinking about taking that breath for yourself where you're like, ah, I got to get this stuff on Facebook. I just did a new blog post or I just did a new podcast and I got to go get it out there and then I got to go take the dog for a walk and then I need to go to the gym and I got to pick up the kids and and then I need to call this client and oh my gosh, when am I going to do all this? Sound familiar? So I want to take you out of that mode today and I want you to take you into a different mindset and I want us to think about inspiring and energizing our communities to do more, to be more and to simply be better at what they do. So my question for you is, are you serving up great and valuable content that serves as energy to your audiences, to your blog readers, to your communities, or do you make them feel zapped? Are you the one zapping them and bringing them down? Communities are not built overnight. Successful communities take time and investment. And it takes time to nurture relationships and figure out and learn how you're going to energize that community, how you're going to inspire them to become loyal brand advocates and customers. A new community member is not likely to hop right into your community and immediately become a brand advocate. You must earn their trust and nurture that relationship over time. You have an opportunity when they join your community to nurture that relationship. And it's up to you what you do to move that forward. And it's going to be up to you that really determines whether that community member ever becomes an evangelist or a paid customer or whether they put any skin in the game for you and your brand. So I want us today to talk about 50 ways that we can energize our community. And I'm going to go through this list pretty quick. This is a different type of conversation than what I normally have. And so I'm just going to give you some quick takeaways that you will be able to think about and hopefully inspire your communities. 
All of these are listed in a white paper and you can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash energize and you can download the entire white paper that will put this in written form for you. But let's go ahead and get started. All right. Number one way that you can inspire and energize your social community and audiences is to inspire them. Okay. Simply inspire them. Number two, connect with them in an authentic and human way. Be human. Pound be human. Talk to them. Treat them like human. Think about them like humans. Care about them like humans. Number three, entertain them. Number four, educate them. Help them learn something. Educate them on something that they do not know today. Something that you can teach them that nobody else can teach them. Or maybe it's something that you can teach them, but all of your competitors are holding back and they're putting that information behind a paywall and you're going to go put that information out there for free. It's truly about sharing your best stuff. Number five is empower them. So how can you educate them to empower them? How can you help them do more and be more? Number six is listen more than you talk. Basically, shut up and listen. You were given two ears and one mouth for a reason. Number seven is learn early on, as in right now, that it's not about you, it's about them. It's not about you as much as you may want it to be. It's about your audience. So number eight is you need to know them well. What keeps them up at night? What problems do they have that you can help solve? How are you going to help them sleep better? How are you going to help them make their business more efficient? And download our audience analysis worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience, and it will help you put a framework around your social media plan, as well as prioritize the needs of your audiences and align those to business goals. Number nine is want their friendship and authentic relationship more than you want their follow, their like, or their visit to your blog. So basically want a relationship more than you want them to click, comment, like, retweet, and buy from you. Number 10 is don't take their trust for granted. Just because they trusted you with their email address or connected with you on LinkedIn doesn't mean you should take advantage of it and spam them. Earn and keep their trust. Number 11 is leave a good first and last impression with every visit to your blog, your website, and your social network profile. That's a great way to energize your audience. It will energize them to keep coming back to you. Every impression matters. And remember, it takes a good four to five brand impressions, if not more, for somebody to remember your brand. Number 12 is respect their time, attention, and presence in your community. Respect the fact that they're there and that they've given you mind share. They've given you their eyeballs. They've given you their ears if they're listening to your podcast like you are. I respect your time. I value your time. I try to make your time when you listen to me as valuable as I possibly can. Number 13 is never take their membership in your community or readership of your blog, listening to your podcast, watching of your video for granted. They can go away in a moment's notice. They don't have to come back and revisit you tomorrow. Number 14 is don't overburden them with requests to like, tweet, retweet, share, and comment on your social network platforms. Don't over ask them to do that. And I don't like ever asking my community to do that. I know a lot of people do. A lot of people are pushing for tons and tons of comments and they'll post status updates on Facebook business pages and other platforms just begging for engagement. I I personally don't do that and we don't encourage the brands that we work with to do that as well. There needs to be a balance of just 
organically inspiring your audiences to do such versus always trying to play the game. Number 15 is one of my favorites and make them feel emotion of any kind. So make them laugh, make them do the happy cry. There's no better way to get my attention on the social networks than to make me laugh, than to make me seriously just crack up or make me want to do that happy cry where you pull my heartstrings. Number 16 is tell them stories that they can relate to. Storytelling is a great way to connect with people and educate people, empower people, and inspire people. And that's one of the top reasons why I use stories in a lot of my content and my videos and my podcast that you've probably heard a lot of my stories. And any content that I'm putting out there, I try to share a little bit of me. I try to share my experiences in hopes and with the goal that I will be able to help and connect with people. 17 is communicate with people in words they speak and understand. Make sure that you are speaking their language. 18 is help build them. Help them build their knowledge, their business, their worth, and their brand. I'm a builder. It's in my DNA. So I love building people, communities, and businesses. That is what we do. And I love building up the people that do all of those things. 19 is help them solve problems. All of your customers have problems. All of the people within your community have problems. Help them solve those problems. And it doesn't always have to be directly related to your particular service. You can help them solve problems with other knowledge that you have. You can share other people's content. Remember the OPC? You know me. So other people's content, other people's communities. You can tap into other communities to help your community solve problems. If you know there's a community that focuses on a specific type of topic or problem, then introduce that topic and that community to your community if you know the members of your community are going to find that valuable. Number 20 is help them be better. So basically help them be more than what they are without you. Help them do more, which is the next one. Help them do more with less and drive efficiencies. So that could be efficiencies in life and efficiencies in business. Help them just spend their time more wisely. Help them drive efficiencies that are bettering their life and their business. And next one is just to offer them something unique. Give them something more than they can get with a simple expected Google search. Serve them up the unexpected. Serve them up something better than the status quo. And I've written quite a few blog posts about this. If you go check out my blog at pammarketingnut.com. I'll do some podcasts on this too in the future. Number 23 is help them connect with others. And I mentioned that earlier, help them connect with other communities, but help them connect with other people. And you can do this really easily within your community. Introduce them to each other. Don't just become a spam factory that everybody's just posting links. Truly do things that help people engage. And we do this a lot on our Get Real Chat Twitter chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Go check it out. All about connecting with people. Next one is help them obtain new business and referrals. That is a great way to energize people. So if you have people in your community and you've gotten to know them and you know what they do and you know other people who could tap into their services, introduce them. People love, obviously, to get referrals for new business. Next is just encourage them to share their best stuff. So just like you share your best stuff, energize your audience to share their best stuff. If they share their best stuff with your community, and the people that you are engaged with online, everybody wins. Everybody starts to feel energized. Everybody starts to give feedback to one another. 
And that's when the power of community really comes to fruition. Next is help them transform their life or business. Sometimes it may take disruption. It may take breaking an old habit, but help them transform, help them make real change and help them at the same time start new and healthy habits. Help them figure out new ways to do things that is smarter, more efficient, and will help them feel better about themselves or their business. And help them find new resources that are offered by others. Maybe things that they weren't doing before and now they can check out. Hey, have you thought about doing it this way? Help them learn new words, new phrases, and their meanings. People love to just learn new things. So share a new acronym that is announced or share some new technology language to help everybody get on the same page. Have fun with it. That doesn't mean you go post the silly word puzzles that a lot of people use to try to get clicks and likes. I am not a believer in those things. So that is not what I'm talking about here. (laughs) Help them better communicate with their peers. So help them figure out how they can connect with some of the people that they have as colleagues and peers so they can build those bridges. Make them feel cared for and help them feel part of your community. Help them feel like they are a human being, not just a member of your fan base. And how about helping them obtain visibility for their work, their content, or their business? Just increase that brand awareness for them. Help people know more about who they are and what they are and what they have to offer. Invite them to join your communities. They may not know all of them that exist. So if they're hanging out with you on Facebook, sometimes you can tell them to come check you out on Twitter. Or if they're with you on Twitter, you can go tell them to check you out on LinkedIn or Once in a while, send a tweet and say, hey, come check out my Facebook group. So as an example, we have the Twitter chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. And at the end of every single Twitter chat, I post a link to our Facebook group. And we have a private Facebook group. And it is a very tight-knit community. There's only about 550-some people that are in that community. And they're people who have become part of a active and growing community. We only allow real human beings into that private Facebook group. There's no avatar set up Facebook profiles that look like a business. But I invite people to that community every single week during Get Real Chat. And I don't think it's a good idea for you to auto tweet every single day the same invitations to your communities, whether that be on Facebook, on Google Plus saying, come check me out on this platform. I see people that are doing that every day. I see thought leaders that are doing that in the social space and everybody knows those tweets are automated and it really is not very human. So if you have those things automated within your Twitter feeds or your Facebook feeds because a consultant or an agency told you to do such, I really encourage you to just turn them off because they really look like spam and you don't want to be doing those more than every once in a while. Next is host an online or offline event to bring community members together and build deeper relationships. So you may want to host a real event. If you don't have a Twitter chat, for example, but you have a engaged Google Plus community or Facebook community, host a Twitter chat and say, hey, we're all going to get together on Twitter on this day. Or take that Google Plus community and instead of just talking on Google Plus or talking on Twitter, take it to a Google Hangout face to face. We're planning a big event early September where we're going to be doing a Google Hangout with a cast of characters. I tell you, I got four other people, five of four other people that are doing it with me. We got three other girls, women and one male. And I'll tell you, it's going to be the event of the year. But that's going to be early September. And I can't wait to announce that we'll be announcing that in the next week or so. But that's an example of doing something different than what you normally do and grab some other people to go with you. 
You don't have to do it by yourself. Take some people from outside of your community, tap into the power of the OPC and make something big happen. Remember, we can do much more together than we can do apart. And how about this one? Pick up the phone and have a real conversation. If you know people within your community, if you're connected via cell phone, via text, whatever it may be, pick up that phone and have a real human connection, a real conversation. It will work miracles in your business. Trust me. How about just being the sunshine on a rainy day for somebody who needs it? I know that's simple, but think about those words. It can really matter to somebody. How about responding in a timely manner when they ask you a question? Another simple thing to do that can energize somebody, making sure that you're doing social listening. And when they ask a question, make sure that you give a timely answer. You can also give credit where credit is due. If a community member inspires a blog post or other content, give them full credit and public acknowledgement. People love to be acknowledged. That will truly inspire and energize them. And try leaving your own turf sometimes. Visit other people's blogs, visit other social communities, give them something compelling to remember you by. And one way to do that is just to be off of your own turf. People will remember if you go visit their blog, if you go visit their Facebook page, you like their page and you say hi genuinely, not just looking for to get a like back on your page. And number 44 is share the social love. Visit their blog or networks where they are sharing amazing content. If you like what you see, share it with your community. They will love that because then they're going to be able to tap into the power of your OPC, other people's community. And don't just hand out this social love with an expectation of return. So it's not give to get. It's just give, 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 give. Then maybe you'll get right? So you give to give, not give to get. 46 is keep it real. There is only one you. So be that person or be that brand, period. 47 is acknowledge your community is made up of human beings. Human beings are not perfect and they make mistakes. They make a lot of mistakes. So allow for mistakes and deal with them as a human. 48 is post community guidelines and communicate openly why you have such guidelines. Why do you have those guidelines? Is it because you want to provide structure? Is it because you want to make sure it's a safe environment for people to communicate? You want to make sure that the content stays on topic. You want to make sure that there is not spam. So make sure you post guidelines and communicate the why. Don't just post the rules. Energize them with the why your community exists. Community guidelines are a great way for you to educate people on what your community is all about. 49 is empower people within your community to become organic leaders. Encourage them to teach one another and help each other grow. This is really, really important because the more that you can help energize people to naturally and organically become leaders within your community, the faster your community is going to grow and the better all of those relationships are going to grow. When we first started our Twitter chat over three and a half years ago, there were people that came onto our chat that literally could not hardly send a tweet or a retweet. And now some of those same people are not only leading within our community and welcoming everybody that joins or the people that are there all the time, they're making sure that community is alive and thriving. Now they also are running their own communities. They're helping other people run their communities. Some of them are actually doing work for us on Fortune 50 brands. You know, when just a few years ago, they could hardly send a tweet or retweet. And last but not least is number 50. So provide them with the most relevant, valuable content and conversation that you possibly can. 
focus on value, on context, on relevancy, on connecting human to human, person to person with the human beings within your community is the best thing you can possibly do. Your mission is to figure out where your audience is hanging out online and go figure out how you can have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can. So what do you think? Are you energizing your audiences and communities? Or do you think that maybe you can try a little bit harder to bring them greater value? I hope that this conversation today inspired you to take that inspiration to the next level. I hope that it inspired you to really think just in a different way. Are you doing some things that actually are energizing your audience? And that's why sometimes I like to just get down to brass tacks on some of these topics because a lot of times we talk about a lot of strategies and a lot of approaches and business models. And sometimes it's good to just get down to brass tacks and say, okay, we talk about inspiring audiences, but how are we actually going to do it? So I hope that this conversation energizes you to energize your audience. And don't forget, you can download the full white paper at socialzoomfactor.com slash energize. Thank you so much for spending almost 25 minutes of your day or evening with me today. I am truly honored and I hope that you have just an absolutely amazing week and that you are able to just kick your life and your business into high gear. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.